surprise we got two videos in one week we're doing this from now on you guys have been asking for more videos and we're gonna do it and we've got another banger for you guys you know we did i'm not gonna say that they're bad but you know the caleb farley rashad bateman they're good they're really good players we are hitting you with some awesome players you saw the zach wilson video you're seeing kyle pitts now florida tight end kyle pitts are going over strengths weaknesses where he ranks for us on our boards give player comps for him and what nfl teams he might fit at the next level of course this is boomer Bust's draft show i got so excited i didn't even intro the show max chowder pj clark tate sigworth and Nick Miriam, of course, be sure to follow our Twitter and Instagram at Boom or Bus Draft or on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. We launched our website. We're posting articles on the topics we cover here, mock drafts, other draft-related topics as well. Be sure to check that out in the link below. And please like and subscribe to the channel. So let's go over the background on Mr. Kyle Pitts. He's number nine on the official Boom or Bus Big Board 1.0 and number one tight end. He opted out of the Cotton Bowl and declared for the draft on December 20th. He's a junior, 6'6", 240 pounds, former four-star recruit, number 162 overall, number five tight end in 2018, coming out of Pennsylvania, really close to Penn State too, and we botched by not recruiting this kid. Two-year starter this season, he finished 10th in the Heisman voting, the first time a tight end has Whoa. finished in the top 10 since Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's Ken McAfee in 1977. Too yeah, low. long time ago. Too, too low. Pitts oh, also, stop it. Also became the first tight end to ever be a finalist for the Bolitnikoff Award, which is given to the nation's Should best receiver. Nah, that award has been around since 1994. Devontae Smith does exist. Obviously, he's also a finalist for the Mackey Award, which is given to the nation's top tight end, which that he, he should won run the away. Mackey Award. Run away with it. Like, it's, unanimous. It's like, unanimous run away with it. He didn't even play that many games. It's not. It's like, not. <laughs> ask yourself, like, wait, what made the season so historic? Where well, he had 43 catches for 770 yards and 12 touchdowns. He led Say all tight thing. ends. Say what? The Say the thing. What do you mean? He didn't drop a ball all he didn't year. A ball. Oh, I was gonna mention it in our pros. I was you, yeah, but yeah, he didn't drop That's this guy. Stat. Jumping ahead in the video. Sure, our son. There's a confidence <laughs> over. Yeah. He led all tight ends in receiving yards and was tied for first in touchdowns. He did all that in just eight games. And in his three-year career, he has a hundred catches for one thousand four hundred ninety-two yards and eighteen touchdowns. So Nick, let's start with you. When you watch Kyle Pitts, what do you like the most? I mean, he, he doesn't drop the ball. I mean, you know. That's generally <laughs> good, like, folks. Guys' hands are You're sick. Yeah. I mean, he has amazing possession catch ability. He's got great body control in the air. He runs smooth routes. I don't know if they're the most athletic-looking routes, but he does run them smoothly. He's, he's good at staying in space and using his space well. He's at, relatively athletic for a tight end. I believe he's an active run blocker. That might be a little... I think he can put, I don't, it doesn't look good, but like he can do mm. it if he needs to. Um, his effort, I think, is great as a player. I think he's the type of guy that will, you know, run back and forth across the field for you, put your heart, his heart on the line for the team. He's a, I mean, as far as you're concerned with the tight end, everything you want these days. Uh, for my money, Kyle Pitts was the best college football player in 2020. Kyle Pitts was better at his job which, which, than anybody else. Which, by the way, else. PJ's money is on Florida, by the way, if we just well, want to get into okay. the pockets there. Yeah, all right. So I had a lot of money tied to Florida winning the national title <laughs> and the SEC, neither of which happened. 
Uh, Kyle Pitts was the best college football player in America. If we were just taking the Heisman at the basis of best player in the country for 2020, I would vote for Kyle Pitts. Uh, yeah, he missed games. No, I don't care because it wasn't really his fault. Uh, so Nick mentioned it. Uh, he doesn't drop anything. He is a vertical threat as a tight end. He is aggressive at the catch point. He uh, bodies people. He's huge, 6'6", 240. Um, I'm just going to throw one more thing in. So uh, in the Kentucky game, his first game back from getting concussed against UGA, uh, this this idiot J.J. Weaver, Kentucky's linebacker, who was going to be matched up against Kyle Pitts all game, uh, said uh, to reporters earlier in the week that he was going to lock down Kyle Pitts. Uh, he did not do that. Kyle went for uh, five catches, 99 yards, and three touchdowns, and then posted on Instagram all of the pictures mossing J.J. Weaver, and Kyle Pitts actually injured J.J. Weaver in that game. Oh. So he has a mean streak, which I appreciate. Uh, he's too big that uh, slot corners can't guard him, and he's too fast for linebackers. I don't think any of that's going to change in the NFL. Mismatch, nightmare, uh, absolutely unbelievable college player who will assuredly translate to the league. All right. Uh, I think Max and I are pretty much done here for pros. Uh, everything's been said. Uh, I'll read you my notes. Um, size, speed, combination, athletic mismatch. That was just said. Uh, tall boy, fast boy. That's been said. Um, hands, big catch radius, massive catch radius, consistent, no drops in 2020. That's been said. Uh, just a dynamic player, everything you want from the modern NFL and the modern tight end in the NFL. Uh, really, what's not to like about Kyle Pitts? Yeah, I mean, you guys literally hit on it. I mean, you heard me say before that he was a finalist for the Blitnikoff Award. That's not just because he's the best receiving tight end in college football. He's one of the best receivers, period. His yeah. hands are ridiculous. He mentioned it. 43 catches, no drops. Plenty of those catches, too. Jump balls down the field, and he was Kyle winning. Trask, noted 50-50 throw. <laughs> he routinely beat corners outside one-on-one. -on -one. They put corners on him. He was still beating them. He's a good route runner, good speed for running the four sixes, too quick for linebackers to cover, and too big for corners to cover. He wins downfield. He averaged nearly 18 yards per catch and 15 in his career. 49% of his catches in his career came 10 yards or more downfield for comparison. Pat Fryermuth is our number two tight end right now. Only had 34% come 10 or, 10 or more yards downfield. So he wins downfield, which is really important. Tate, what do you think the weaknesses are, though, for Kyle Pitts? Um, so uh, I'm going with as a blocker. I'm not 100% sure that Kyle Pitts will be uh, usable in the NFL. Uh, I just think versus like grown men, uh, grown NFL pass rushers, uh, and tacklers. I'm just not six, sure that. Is 6'6", 250 not grown enough for you? Yeah, yeah. I want him to be more grown, actually. Um, 240. Just, just build your strength a little, and that's just my only question is we don't see it, too. I'm sure PJ's going to talk about it. His floor doesn't really run the ball that much, so we're just not 100% sure. It's kind of a projection uh, when Nick's out here saying he's a good run blocker. Uh, I have no weaknesses, so we can just move on. <laughs> Are you serious? My, my weakness would be Kyle threw him into a really bad spot against Georgia, and wow. he actually injured the safety more than he got injured. Uh, and they just held him out of three cupcake games in which uh, they didn't really need him. And then they oh, unnecessarily... No, I, I in between the injury and his return, and then you cut me off, as I said, he should have played in the LSU game. Dan Mullen are got you, a little too cute. How, wait, how are you saying are you, should have played in the LSU game? How do you know if he, if he was healthy enough to play or not? 
Oh, yeah, because totally like he didn't play the three weeks before and just kill Tennessee or anything. Is that a lingering injury? I don't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh, lingering were, were injury. Uh, this the kid who never played sports and doesn't know what injuries are like. So. I'm so confused. <laughs> was was I so- about to say getting rocked is a weakness? No. Is that what you... My my weakness is that it was unfortunate that he missed three games this year. What was his oh, injury, well. by, by the way? He got big concuss. Huge concussion. concuss. It was, yeah, a, it was a large hit. Huge yeah. concuss. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I have no weaknesses. I'm just mad we didn't get a full season because he probably would have been a Heisman finalist if we did. All right, PJ. So, All right. Uh, yeah, blocking, he's not going to be a TJ Hawkinson type blocker at the next level. I, I'm interested to see what he could be. He might put on some weight, so that's a little bit interesting. We 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 talked about it pre-video a little bit. You know, is he playing the right position? Is he maybe more of a wide receiver? I don't think he's quick, fast enough, twitchy enough to play and beat corners on the outside consistently. Like I think he's genuinely a mismatch type dude, and you want him up against slot corners in possession situations or linebackers in situations where he can be deep. He's not really like Vernon Davis. He's not like a four-four type speed guy. He's a four-six mm-hmm. guy. So I, I don't think he's going to completely burn teams all the time. Um, I don't think he's the best after the catch. So he's going to be the possession tight end we've come to see a lot in the red zone. And so the question for me is just how much does that type of playing style, even if he's very, very good at it, separate him from other tight ends in the league? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mentioned how he plays like a wide receiver. He he also looks like a wide receiver. He's 6'6", so he's two inches taller than the average tight end. But at 240, he's 14 pounds lighter. So 10 to 15 pounds, I want to see more. Where are we getting the 240 number from? Because he's listed everywhere at 246. 240, yeah. It's it's Florida. Florida, Florida, No, but Florida says 240. ESPN has him at 246. Okay. We'll see in three. On Florida's website, he says two. It says six six. Yeah, two forty. Okay. So we'll see in three. Yeah, right. we'll see, and we'll see at the combine too. Um, like I said, you also like a wide receiver, adds almost nothing as a run blocker. He's, I think, he's one of the worst, honestly, at, in this class at tight end. But it, it's wor- not where the NFL is going. You know, the NFL is becoming more of a receiver type game for tight ends, especially not really an extra offensive. Yeah, line. but also if you are George Kittle and can do both, that yeah, makes you exactly. X. Times and, value and, more and valuable than anybody else. In, in your weaknesses, PJ, but you declined to say apparently it. no weaknesses. And I don't think it's quote. a weakness. I, I, I think it's no weakness. weakness. Oh, I think he's a I think he's a bad run blocker. I, I don't see there might be some receivers even that are better run blockers in this draft than Kyle Pitts. Missed a few games from injury. Not worried about it because obviously it's a it's a freak thing, but worth keeping an eye on at the next level. The but other really, guy got more hurt than him. I would just say well, obviously not if you miss some games. So I would say. He's too, he's small. You got to put on a little like ten to fifteen pounds, and the run blocking is my two biggest concerns with Kyle Pitts. So PJ, give me the bottom line on Kyle Pitts, where he ranks for you, player comp, and number potential. one overall, better than Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, Kyle Pitts is the best pass catcher in this draft. Kyle Pitts is going to end up being a top ten player for me in this draft, and he's I would bet my money he finishes above Jamar Chase in the final tally. Uh, so what? I'll call him seven right now. Uh, I do think the tight end designation is going to cost him millions and millions of dollars because I don't expect him to go. If he goes to the top 20, I'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, As far as team fits, uh, Arizona kind of stinks. Cliff kind of stinks. But if he gets there, I feel like that would be a really interesting add to that offense. Uh, I mocked him to New England. I don't actually think that's going to happen. 
Um, I feel like New England would be more inclined to take a wide receiver, a conventional wide receiver than Kyle Pitts. Um, but I would like to see him in New England, not as a Jeff fan, but as a football fan. Uh, and my comp, I'm going with a wide receiver uh, just because I, I struggled so hard to find a tight end. I'm going uh, pre-fat Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, not a, a big mover, just mossed people at Florida State. Uh, was good over the middle of the field early in Carolina and then just got fat. So I'm going Kelvin Benjamin. Guy says no weaknesses and gives us a bad player as a comp. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Kelvin Benjamin was not bad until he got fat. He was. Uh, yeah. Kelvin, he Benjamin, Kelvin Benjamin's rookie year, he had 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. That's was... not bad. Ugh. Max is still digesting this. Um, so <laughs> my, my comp is the one is everybody digesting. sees over the internet. Uh, is Darren Waller. It's pretty much control C, control V uh, between Kyle I'm Pitts and Darren Waller. Sorry for being different. Yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm telling it how it is. He's he's Darren Waller, uh, wide receiver. They're like the same size, uh, bad run blockers. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous how basically the same player they are. Uh, he's number seven on my board. Obviously, tight end one. Um, if it was number seven and we had tight end two, we'd be in trouble. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a full team fit because I think pretty much every team in the NFL could use a guy like him. And nobody uh, knows where he's going. Yeah, and also the that's the whole other thing is that you he's probably not going to go in the top 10, may, maybe top 15, but like probably like, I don't know, 19 to like 25. This I don't know. This is going to be the it's, dumb OJ it's Howard a crap thing shoot. where he falls to 22 and like or, Evan Ingram or, goes to Or some, like team, some team might just love him. Some team might just yeah. love him and take him at like 9 or like Thank 11 you, and everybody's you, like TJ Hawkinson, oh. very cool. Yep. Yeah, so Lions, it's, it's tough it to predict where he's going. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Comp is a little tough again for this one. They always are. We basically say this every video. I didn't like Darren Waller because I think, honestly, I think Kyle Pitts looks a little lost after the catch. He's not the best run after the catch type guy, whereas I think Waller is, is very good at that. Um, I don't think he's, a, as we talked about earlier, he's not as speedy as Vernon Davis. So I kind of like the pre-I'm-old Jimmy Graham who was able to actually move a little bit. Kyle Pitts now, did not play basketball, for those wondering. Did yeah, not play college that's basketball. A that's a weakness. That is there that is go. a thing weakness. that broadcasters cannot mention. True. It basically <laughs> takes away half of the Sunday night football talking points. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, wait, where'd you uh, have him on that board, Nick? I had him 11 overall, number one tight end. Yeah, the, the tight end thing is going to cost him money. I mean, no lies here. It's just the truth. It's unfortunate. Uh, where does he fit? I don't know. Patriots probably would like him, but they're probably not going to take him because they suck everywhere else. And I like Baltimore. Also, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah, I like Baltimore a lot. I think get him back to the two tight end thing and, and, you know, make Lamar sick again. Bring him back. That'd be cool. Make Lamar good again. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, for Pitts right now, number nine on my board, number one tight end. He's probably the best tight end since Vernon Davis in 06 when he was taken sixth overall. Uh, the position of tight end is shifting more towards wide receiver and less like an extra offensive lineman, like I said. If you look at the top three tight ends, arguably, in today's league, which are Kelsey, Kittle, and Darren Waller, I'd argue they're also the top three in terms of receiving ability. Now, the difference is Kelsey and Kittle, I think, are also very good run blockers, which puts them above Waller. 
Um, so that's why I love the Waller comp. I'm going to go with Mike Gesicki to be different here. Oh, both, brother. Both are, I think he's way better. You Mike thought Gesicki. my guy stunk. No, Gesicki's good. What are you talking about? Call the regiment had 1,000 yards. Mike Gesicki is good. No, Mike Gesicki is good. this year is good. So Pitts, Pitts also can't stay on the field this year either. You can make a same argument. Ooh, but uh, Gasicki, speedy, he's big. He'll jump balls, too. At Penn State, Penn State, let's go, we are. He was awesome in jump balls. Not really big after-the-catch guy, which I, th- I agree with Nick. I don't think Pitts is as good after-the-catch. I think he's all right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Pitts is a way better Mike Gasicki um, at the next level. Not really good run blockers, but great receivers. Pitts also, we didn't even mention it, he won't turn 21 until October of his rookie season, a lot like Panay Sewell. There's a lot of guys like that. It's very uh, weird. Like it a lot. So this guy is going to be a really, really good tight end. I think kind of like the difference between him and Waller is like Waller's hitting his stride now in year four, whereas Pitts, I think, will hit the league at running. So uh, as for team fits, I know they need corners, but man, if the Cowboys wanted to burn the world down and take him and the top oh, good 10, lord, go ahead. The Chiefs route, they want to take the Chiefs route and just be like, screw defense, let's just score. Do that. Chargers, I, I like Chargers too. I think the Chargers, you know, a tight end. Hunter Henry's contract's expiring. Mike Williams also coming up as well. I think the Chargers will work out. Um, I th- look, taking a tight end in the top 10 is probably almost never worth it. But if you're as good of a receiver as Kyle Pitts is, I think it might be worth a shot. So that's what we got on Kyle Pitts. Please like the video again. Subscribe to our channel. Comment what you think about Kyle Pitts. Where would you take him in this 2021 draft? Because a lot of people are saying top 10. A lot of people are saying top Don't tw- listen to PJ. Top 25, not number one overall. You know what? PJ actually probably wants him to go one. That way he's just going to get Lawrence at two. Um, also, comment what you want to see us do next. Our, our king and the goat of TikTok pick and spreads requested Kyle Pitts. And you know what? We're listening to you. All right? So please comment more. Uh, pick and spreads. Also check him out on TikTok, too, because he's awesome. Hey, if uh, Alabama loses on Friday, we'll do Patrick Sertain for next week. That's a promise. Everybody watch Sertain. Once they lose, he'll be the first one done. Also comment, should we make a TikTok or not? Because we're internally debating it right now, and we're thinking about it. I think it'd be a good idea, but if not, you know, whatever. Let us know. Follow our Twitter and Instagram at Boomer Bus Draft, though, and check out the website below. So for PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Merriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.